Good evening, everyone. We have another episode of MSP Weekly presented by the Low Voltage Nation. On this episode, I sit down with Chris Rivera from Chris's Tech Repair. We discuss all things IT and how he supports his customers in Southern Florida. If you would like to learn more about the Low Voltage Nation, you can find us at lvngold.com. Now, before I get into my conversation with Chris, I want to talk about one of the great LVN partners, and that is IT Pro TV. Many of us in the LVN use this to brush up on all things Microsoft, learn about CompTIA certification, study for the CompTIA certification, you name it, IT Pro TV has it. If you'd like to save 30% on your monthly membership, please use the offer code LVN30. Now, on to my conversation with Chris. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing fine. How about yourself, man? Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. So, what is the name of your company? It is uh, Chris's Tech Repair. Um, awesome. Awesome. Something I started, you know, actually very, not that long ago. I mean, I feel like I've been in the in the business a long time, which I have it officially. <laughs> but it feels like I've, you know, I've been here a while, which is only a few years. <laughs> so, is this your full-time job? Is this a side job that you're starting to build out? It's a side job I'm trying to build out. Um, about three years ago, I just decided to do everything officially. You know, um, I know a guy type thing started a lot or I have my computer guy, but I'm like, why not? You know, let's see how this goes. You know, let's pay some taxes, you know, <laughs> into the system and get it registered. Let's do, you know, certain things like that. You know, that's running like a true business. Yeah. Awesome. Is is your full time job in IT? Yes, I work for uh, the local college here as a night. Uh, they keep changing our titles. Uh, IT support. I'm just gonna keep yeah. it simple. Um, <laughs> yeah, basically, I support all the clients here on my campus locally. Um, because we're like a satellite campus, I sort I sort of get the burden to do almost everything. Since people from the main campus don't want to drive 45 minutes to me, or an hour depending on traffic. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so you're doing desktop support, server support, infrastructure support, the whole gamut. If Technically, I'm only desktop support, but I can do those other things too. <laughs> it's just who, 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 who gives me the uh, how you say you ask forgiveness later or you just right. fixed it. <laughs> right. So as long as I don't take down the system, everything should be fine. <laughs> so, so say like a, a switch or a piece of network infrastructure goes down, do they drive or they just ship it to you and say here? Put it in and uh, call it when it's up. I would love for that, but unfortunately, because they have an SLA with a company, uh, um, that gets to that. Like, okay, like hardware stuff, we really necessarily don't have like extra switches. Um, yep. I need a port open because they're very, we're very security minded there. Yep. So if there's an open port, actually physically, you know, not connected, you would have to literally, hey, I need you to open this port and I connect and boom. Like stuff like that, yeah. You know, we just you know we try to work hand in hand. Like you can't work against each other; you got to work with each other. Awesome. <laughs> so, how has that been with the whole COVID thing and having most of your students remote? Has oh, that, been that a difficult thing. That that's been uh, well. Unfortunately, I mean, fortunately for me, I'm not in that that sort of bubble. But yep. I feel it in a way of trying to troubleshoot stuff almost like a service desk person or help desk and it's it's it sucks because we're the ones that actually physically go to you we right. touch everything we you know 
I mean, it takes you back to, okay, shoot, how I'm going to, you know, go left. You're trying to bring you back to those help desk days. So you're trying to remember how to do it because you do it so often. Um, but I like to teach my clients anyway. So it sort of uh, helps reinforce, you know, what you know and trying to help the right. client. I mean, I'd rather help you teach you how to do it so that simple thing doesn't get become a ticket, which becomes taking away time for other stuff that I can be doing. So, you know. You know, just it, it, it's been a pain. Trust me, it's been. You know, we we have a lot of account lockouts right now because of we had to extend our 90-day policy to 180 days, and we're hitting that right now. So everything's like, oh, you need two passwords. It's like, oh no. And, and it's right when everybody's coming back. <laughs> right, right. And then everything. Oh, Windows is not activated. Oh God, we already hit the limit. Like you never. We didn't think we we're gonna be out this long, but now it's already here. Like, oh my God, it took one computer almost four to six hours just to get current or online because uh, right. they use the SCCM or the or, uh, IT uses the SCCM. Yep. So the built-in window stuff. So it's like, it takes four hours. We, we timed it four to five hours just to come back online because they've been off for so long. Yeah. So, yeah. Is that hosted, is SCCM hosted internally or is that hosted by Microsoft? Internally. I, I Internally, okay. internally, yeah. we have it there, but just like anything else, it still has to phone home. Everything has to right. come back home, to home base. Right. So that's what uh, the people who are experiencing these issues come up with other issues because they're trying to keep working. We're like, you have to come on campus or go to your site. Just give it a day, like let it sit there, you know. But like you said, with the COVID, there, I don't want to go. I'm like, well, you're sweet. We, we, it's a double-edged sword. We can't help you if you don't go on campus. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I, so, I mean, even with the Microsoft services, I was talking to Ray Klein about this the other day. We're noticing with Office 365, it can take up to a day just to get like a Teams account provision when you create a new Office right. 365 user. I mean, mm -hmm. everything's taxed. It's, it's crazy. We definitely right. are seeing where those limitations are in the infrastructure as a whole and starting to see the bottlenecks with pushing everything to the cloud and all, all those. Which is good. Yeah. Which is good. We have surface pros that we use for, you know, employees and staff. Mm -hmm. uh, we're doing the mixture of the uh, Azure AD, um, like you said, the remote where you could just, you sign in and everything just downloads. But like you said, you don't know what people's speeds are. You don't know what kind of internet speed they have at home. You don't know. You know what I mean? It's going to take a while for right. all those stuff to still, you still have to download stuff. Are right, they on right. a budgeted DSL? Are they on the cheaper Xfinity system? You know, you don't know people's right. financial status. <laughs> right. And right. that's where yeah. that, that's even more of a, how you say it, a more of a bottleneck or of an unknown because you don't know, you know, you don't try to go on their lives, but now you have to. It's like, uh, you need to come on campus or go somewhere where you have faster internet. <laughs> you oh know? my gosh. It's, it's, been a, it's been a headache for me too because yeah. we have the big push. We're in New York and I mean, mm -hmm almost been honest for everything so i had to push a lot of customers home and send phones home and all that and thankfully most of my customers are not on dsl but i had one right. specific customer that was on dsl and she works with a lot of the car dealerships being like the czar title clerk for all the oh uh, dealerships. Shoot. So i could just imagine yeah there's all so that. she's yeah, yeah she's get bombarded with phone calls and her cell service is, is crap so she couldn't use <laughs> the cell phone app Right. Her DSL wasn't working well, so I'm like, uh, like can I just run a fiber for you? Hey, right. somebody just run her, run her a fiber. Just come on, man. This lady's like, you know. Yeah, it, it just it made things more difficult, and the DMVs 
shut down to where it's all online. They really needed her. I'm like, oh, <laughs> can we just get rid of this DSL and just get you Spectrum? Thankfully, yeah, there, you there you go. Yeah. <laughs> thankfully, by the time we were got to that level, she was able to come back in office. But oh my gosh, dealing with that DSL was just such a headache, and I, there was nothing I could do about it. My my hands were tied. I mean, and, and I noticed it with some of my doctor's offices too, where they were sending secretaries home to still answer phone calls and triage things, and. I'm trying to get their network set up and get this set up and we have overlapping subnets and all these different types of things. I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is, this is crazy. Right, cause you don't know, right, you don't know what they have at home. They buy, right. they're going to buy the cheapest stuff. Right. I mean, that's just, that's just, I mean, I understand that that's your stuff. Right. I can't have you buy this $200 fire, whatever I want you to buy. Like, you know, you're only going to be at home. <laughs> right. Right. And, yeah. and I mean, the other thing is, you go to these people. I don't know if you do much home support, but it's like, mm -hmm. do you know the password to your router? No. Oh, right. <laughs> okay. Well, it's not the default password. You guys definitely changed it. No, we didn't. Oh, wait, wait. I, I see it. It's written. It's in this box over here. I just found it in this box and I had right. that. They, they called me an hour later and said, we found the password in a box. <laughs> Try to get on now. What I like, sir, no, I do a lot of home support, which is yeah. my, my forte a little bit. But what I've learned is I try to get something to, even though, I mean, a lot of people are like, well, don't use the net gears. Well, actually, if you put the password so many times, they use a serial number to get you in. Yeah. So I try to, you know, hey, get to this router. If anything happens, if you forget, at least we know how to get in. Right, right. You know, I mean, it, it ain't the best, but it, like I said, they are not using, you know, gigabit speed, you know what I mean, or whatever. Right. But then now as you're going into that, I'm like, crap, I'm going to have to change some stuff if I need to, you know what I mean? Like, right. well, if you want to work from home now, what do you do? Tax, you know, like hey, you do taxes, you have, do you have sensitive information? Well, you know, we got to think about a firewall. Oh, my router does that. No, it doesn't. <laughs> right. You know, it, it, I'm like, yeah. yeah. You damn if you do, damn if you don't. I mean, yeah, no, like, my 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 wife's worked from home for a uh, for a long time ever since we moved to our new house, and she works in the healthcare industry, and they sent her right. home with, with an MX, a Meraki MX firewall. Right, so, right. I mean, they're right. not messing around. They're they're not they're not sending them home with a little remote user. Z firewall that Meraki sells. They're sending them home with a legit MX65 with the advanced security license. Here you go. You're secure. We got nothing to worry about. Right, right. Because they want to make sure that there's, like you said. I mean, you 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 violate any HIPAA or all that stuff. Right. I could just I could just imagine. You know, I went to a. I hate to say this. I went to a, a guy who does taxes. Like just do the taxes. I went there just for a printer problem, you know, just to, let me fix the printer. Okay, drum not working. What a simple thing. And I, I'm like, dude, you have all these people's social security numbers and all their, you know, what they got returned to. Like, why do you have it like this? Uh, they don't care. I'm like, oh, you know what? You know, because I know some clients who go there. I'm like, I think I need to just think about not going to this guy. You know, because yeah. I could have been nefarious and said, you know, what's the security number? You know, I could have took a picture. You know, it's just paper laying around that has sensitive information. You just don't do that. But yeah. they're very cheap too. So I'm like, you just, you just, you're cheap, but you're making money. Right, <laughs> right. And I, and I see it all the time, and it's, it just runs rampant, especially in the car industry. Mm -hmm. People don't think, and and it's not so much. It's it's nothing we can do. It's right, it's, right. It's just that's, the salespeople. We're fighting the right. the people buying the cars. So what our big issue is is trying to get 
the salespeople to stop having their customers send them pictures of their driver's license and um, social security numbers. Oh that yeah, is, no, they're, they're, yeah, it's, yeah. That is the one thing that I fight all the time, and we haven't found a, a a good resolution for that to get them to not do it because they're like, well, this is the fastest way to do it. And it's but not we, just we're, it's not just my guys. It's it's every no. But so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I actually have a client, a car client. You think I mean, you just brought that up? I finally got them switched over to a NAS. They had like a nine uh, Dell. Uh, what is it? Uh, Three sixty. Yep. The acting as a server. I'm like, dude, you don't even use this as a server. It's just a file, a file storage where they keep all the papers, the right. cell papers. Right. So I'm like, look, I'm gonna give you a synology. Like I said, it was nothing high end. Let me put a rack here. Let's let's clean this up a little bit because everything was on the wall. Yep. They had a PBX system where they never used, and it's in the bathroom. <laughs> right. Right. So I'm like, uh, you know what goes on in here, right? Hopefully, I don't know, because <laughs> the, the the people are like, well, we don't use that bathroom. I see why. Uh, so we move his camera system, we move the the connections, we move. We actually left the router there because that was just going to be too much. I didn't, you know, at that time it was just so much more. So we moved everything to one side of the building. Boom. Now they can actually use the bathroom without any issues. And then I did a point to point with uh, the nano beam yep. uh, to their mechanic shop just to give them internet over there. So it actually worked out, you know, perfectly. It's like that's what you're supposed to do. Now, like you said, they're gonna send you pictures of travel. It's like, well, you know what? Like you said, they're, if they're gonna send it and accept it, there's nothing else like you can do about it. I mean, well, you know, like you said, there's no. There's no right or wrong way to do it at the moment. You know, like, you know, it's the wrong way, but what can you do? <laughs> right. There's, there, I mean, I have a good handful of car dealerships we manage, and the stuff that I see, I just, I scratch my head at. I mean, I, I had one car dealership that was in the same situation. It wasn't in the bathroom, so it was a separate room that had the toilet in it, mm -hmm. but the server room was in, like, where the sink and everything was. <laughs> Wow. So when they did their renovation, we kept that same area, but no more bathroom. Uh, it's a dedicated right. server room now with its own split right. air conditioner, all that fun stuff. Or right. or my other car dealership, the network rack was literally behind the vice president's desk. So it was a big general office area, and the rack was a foot behind him. Wow. So I bet she got annoyed a little bit or kicked it, you know, like, hey, Internet went out. Oh, he got mad. Well, <laughs> it's like, Internet's not working. Oh, shoot. He got mad well, somewhere. And, and the worst part is, so before I started with them, they were doing all the blueprints for their renovation. They were getting right. everything all set up. And what was the one thing they did not think about? The network. Where, right. Where should we put the network rack? So oddly enough, they had an apartment um, inside this car dealership. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we moved it up there cause it, it's not used anymore. We moved it up to the second floor, but the problem was we had to keep a uh, service running. We had to keep parts running. So I had to keep this network rack up and running in a live construction environment while I'm pre-wiring parts and service and getting the network moved because they also had a uh mazda dealership that was connected to the main dealership oh, that wow. wasn't so, getting yeah. renovated gotcha. so i i had to keep this whole network up and running plus their renovating dealership was over in the mazda parking lot still selling cars so it was just a literal nightmare trying to right. keep that rack up and running right. 
And I said to the contractor, go, you need to like figure out a way to lock this or do something. So he just builds a plywood box and puts a padlock on it. I go, <laughs> no ventilation. <laughs> like really? No. Well, Come I mean, on, guy. No, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even that. It was more just the fact like this is plywood and I can walk in here with a crowbar and I'm in the network rack and right. you're trying, you, you're trying to like overprotect it. So you just feel right. comfortable, but right. it's like, that that's what you think really i well, mean yeah <laughs> there were so many calamities with that it was just hilarious <laughs> I like just for, imagine. for example the service advisors were still in the building and they had one line that was carrying their three digital phones and a credit mm -hmm. card machine mm -hmm. i get a call one morning credit card machines are down or credit card machines down both all three phones are down i'm like Okay, but somebody somebody cut something. Right. Somebody definitely cut something. I get down there and somebody cut the line, and I go, "It's got to be the electricians. It wasn't us. There's no way that it was us because we left and it worked fine yesterday." Mm -hmm. I confront the general contractor, but he goes, "No, nobody touched that. Nobody cut it." So we find the line. There was a seven foot section of the wire missing. Wow. That's a big spot. That's a big splice. Right, right. So it's like, okay, let's scratch our heads here. Somebody had to have cut it. There's a seven foot. Right, and it's like, look, I just need to know so make sure it doesn't happen again. Because, right, like you said, they're out. There, there's no money coming in, and then they're right. getting upset. They're not making money, so it's like, right, uh, right. Somebody's got to pay for my call. <laughs> but it's like I, I can't. I'll get it if like somebody accidentally cut it, and that's right. It. That's yeah, yeah. We'll take and care of that. Boom. Yeah, we can reconnect it, no problem. But when there's a seven foot section missing, somebody deliberately cut this line. I mean, it wasn't a bad fix. Put two keystones on. Do, Right, no, no, it's, but still, you you still they're down. I mean, that's downtime. Yeah. You got down whatever right. Right. it is to get there. <laughs> well, and, and to make matters worse, so I finally get stuff wired to where we can move upstairs. And they had their PRI was right behind the rack, mounted on the wall. Mm -hmm. Frontier told us it would be there in two and a half months to move it. To move the DMART, yeah, yeah. So what stressed me out was this was three weeks after they cut the one line. I'm like. Oh gosh, I can't trust these guys to not break anything. Right, right. So. <laughs> You're like, I gotta. I mean, yeah, I know. Yeah, I can yeah. just imagine what's going through your head. <laughs> what we ended up having to do was run a new feed from the PRI to the actual phone system, and then we took the DMARC box and mounted it literally at the top of the ceiling. Okay, so really, hopefully, nothing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thankfully, we made it all the way through, but it was. It was right, you, know, because, you kept thinking, yeah, you kept like, right. what the hell? The, the feed in from the building was all getting renovated, so there was a 20-foot section just to the DMARC box that mm. could have been cut. Then our feed that was going upstairs could have been cut. It was it, it yeah. was a very stressful time, and Frontier's not the most reactive company in our area when it comes well, to say, Well, I, I, was one, I was one of those. I was the 18th, well, the Bell South version down here. It's down south. Yeah, I was a tech for three, no, five years, so... If I ever do come across those things, I try to. I have contacts I have locally. Yeah. Only one that's left because they laid off a lot of people. But I try to say, okay, you know what? Let me see. Can we get this D mark moved or not? If like if I had that situation, I said, like, look, I'm gonna move this. You know, we're gonna just move it over here. And to, like I said, I, I'll just do that because I've done it. But yeah. depending on what you have, if it's just straight copper. No, it's fiber. Then it's like, shoot, you're gonna be stuck. You're stuck anyway. Right. right. Yeah, you know. But um, no, I, mean, that, I yeah, it helps a little bit. <laughs> our big problem up here too is the same thing. Like, there's no one left at Frontier. Everybody's gone. Like, 
I had to do a badging with one of my customers to get into the Frontier Data Center up here. Mm-hmm. And we went into this giant office complex that Frontier owned. And there was a sea of cubicles, but there was like three people in these cubicles. Wow. Every other cubicle was just full of boxes. No, wow. So there's definitely been a mass exodus over the past, I'd say, five, ten years. And, and the, the demand has not gone low. That's the thing. The demand right. has not stopped. The demand right. has actually gotten higher. It's just you don't have nobody to go out and take right. care of what they got to take care of. Right, right. And, and up here, it's pretty much them or Spectrum owns everything. Right, so right. all these other companies are just leasing lines from them. And I had a, uh, a company that had a T1 line from Earthlink. When Earthlink mm-hmm. was still a thing, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> and um, so it was a frontier leased line at the end of the day. And every mega rainstorm, the trench would flood that had the mm. T1 line in it, and it would literally yeah. have to be pumped out before the T1 would start working again. So yep. you call Earthlink, they would have to submit a work order with Frontier. Frontier right. would literally be three days before they would come and do this. So this company would be down with phones and internet for three days because. Frontier would show up when they feel like it to do it. And it just did. It became a joke after a while. Right. It's just like, shoot, you just might as well put a drain in there or something. Like. Right. <laughs> right. And, and like right. you said, yes. Yeah, and these companies wonder why they get these types of names. I mean, I, right. I push all, we have no options up here. We have one company that's doing fiber, but it's more of a GPON style network. So it's all shared fiber, which, I'm hesitant with because I've seen some guys plug into the other side of the GPON and they can see everything all the networks, everything, gotcha. which is mm-hmm. not good, not mm-hmm. not no, secure. Yeah. So not going down that road. And mm-hmm. our other option is Frontier and Spectrum. So needless to say, all of our customers are are on Spectrum. Thankfully, it's the better of two evils. Yeah, we have uh, AT and T uh, and Xfinity. So, unfor- you know, Xfinity is, unfortunately, and, you know, Xfinity has, like, the pipeline to do everything. Yeah. AT&T is just cheaper, but only can go to, depending on if you have U-verse or not, they can only go up to 8 megs as the mm-hmm. fastest line. Now, you can go U-verse with a bonded pair, maybe 24, 50 megs, you know. I haven't been. I actually left when Uverse became available in my area here, so I couldn't tell you how that would work or how they made that work with over a twenty-six gauge wire, which right, you know, it's only two pairs or they bond a pair, whatever. Um, but yeah, it's, it, after I left, I'm like, you know what? I just I went to Comcast, I went to Xfinity, and I have two hundred megs at my house. So because I stream so much, I do you know everything's here. Duh, you know, I'm the, I'm the yeah. IT guy. I'm going to need that speed. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but it's at the residential level, so it's still, I mean, it gives me what I need. You know, I have a yeah. business rep. If I need to, you know, refer somebody out, you know, we go from there. But so they can skip the Comcast line and be like, oh, what's this? What's no Look, I got a guy. I'll call my guy. You talk to my guy. We'll be fine. Right. <laughs> but no, I, I understand, man, with all that. A remote home is just uh, just a different animal. Yeah, totally yeah. different, yeah, different I mean, animal. It, it's been it's been fun. It's been a learning curve. But I was watching a video the other day on YouTube of uh, what they're doing in Utah. So Utah's doing a I think it's a state owned fiber network that they're mm-hmm. then leasing to 
actual ISPs to sell to customers, but you could get a one gig symmetric fiber that is your own single pair of fiber to your home for, I think, 150 bucks a month. That's not bad. I mean, if it goes straight to your home. Right, right. And, and I'm assuming the state makes money off of that, right? I mean, yeah, the, the yeah. money's going to the state. Right, right. But the big thing is they're giving you your own single pair of fiber into oh, the house. And, and But the, the crazier thing is they'll even give you 10 gig. Not not that you would have. Right, 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 right. Anything like that. Well, well, the only part I have, well, the only issue that we have here with Xfinity is the terabyte limit. Do you yeah. have that up there too? No, no, no. Thankfully, Spectrum does not. Oh. Uh, you have no idea because once yeah. I started working from home, I killed it. I mean, I I got kids on Netflix while I'm on, you know, like like right now. I got my wife working at the same time. How can you say that I'm not using my internet at home? He said, use it. Yeah. But I don't want to use their equipment. That's the right. bad. That's the thing. I really don't. I don't care because, oh, we'll give you our stuff. But, you know, we have to use our stuff. I'm like, no, I want right. control over my network. Right. <laughs> yeah, so, no, I, I've thankfully never had to deal with it. I have a lot of family in Canada, and that's mm -hmm. one of the big things with their ISPs is doing data caps. And I just remember being up there, my uncle getting so mad at my cousins, like, you guys got to stop streaming. You got to stop playing online. We're getting data overages all over the place, yada, yada, yada. I definitely feel the frustration, but I just, I bit the bullet years ago. So even if they yeah. do do it, I run business class in the house anyway. Gotcha. And ever since my wife started working from home, I don't want her router controlling our network, especially since it's HIPAA uh -huh. and it's, it's healthcare. So I bring five statics into the house. She has one for hers. I have one for the house network. Oh, okay. So almost like a small, like you said, a small business for the yep. house here. Yeah, yeah. Just be done. Like you said, you're paying it. It's already going to, it's for the business anyway. So yeah. it's not yeah. like, yeah, I've been thinking about that too. I'm like, yeah. I, you know, I'm getting hit every time. Like it's it's they're being nice, as right. they say. Right. I'm like whatever. <laughs> I mean, my my big thing was I don't want her company controlling our network, so I didn't want to just plug into their Meraki and two. Uh, I got I, you. You go on their side. You would have to, yeah, one the one right, IP, right. Yeah. But then now we're worrying about our network affecting them on the HIPAA side. Like I'm just shocked that they don't require all of their employees to come in and get business or or do something more unique i'm like oh, this just seems a little right, right, right. you plug right. right into their network and do whatever you want to do but that's right over there. <laughs> right you say hey you're static you're over there leave that computer on that if you want to go watch youtube but somebody throws an apple at somebody you're going to use this computer right, right. <laughs> you, you go on this side don't go on that side go on this side <laughs> yeah <laughs> but honestly yeah that's what i've been thinking about because i'm like I would, I would literally have to pay an extra $50 a month to be unlimited. And then they took it away from me as part of my deal for my last renewal. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I wanted to tell them a couple words, but then, like I said, they have a strangle on it. Right. They have a hold on it. There's right. nothing. I, I, I just, I, I don't understand how they can warrant data caps. It just see, it seems crazy to me. And, mm -hmm you look at Europe and all those places and what they're being offered for service and what they're paying for it. I just, mm -hmm. it feels like a third world country when it comes to internet sometimes in our, in our country, it's, it's insane. And right. We, we talked about it with Willie a little bit. We, on our podcast, we did with him last week, Willie Howe, and talked about all the options that are out there. I mean, the Starlink one looks interesting that Elon's doing. 
Mm, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But it, it, it's going to be, let's see if they can actually do it. Um, Willie right. signed up for it, so he's hopefully going to be one of the beta testers. Hopefully we'll see a video on it. But we definitely need more competition in here than three companies. I mean, it's it's at the end of the day, it's what? Charter Spectrum and Comcast is really right 75% of the market, pretty much. Right. And they, like you said, they put a chokehold on it and that's it. There's nobody else that's going to fight them for it. Right. <clears throat> and it's like, well, why are we going to invest? They're going to be with us anyway. Right. Right. And I mean, thankfully, I'm in a, a bigger city, but I feel terrible for like the oh, rural towns. I mean, uh, you I go guess you would consider mines. I mean, I live in a 14,000 population. That's not big at all right so we we had a two months ago or a month ago an out like a 20 like 75 percent of the everybody was offline right like it hit us and i'm like boss i have no internet well he does like because we work off internet i have nothing so we were a good three four hours of just sitting here twirling our thumbs Getting right. paid because it's not our fault. I mean, I'm like, I, I know I'm getting paid for this because it's not my fault that the internet went down. Yeah, yeah. You I know. mean, it, the 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 crazier things that I see are, so we're up in Rochester and mm -hmm. we're a big metropolitan city. I mean, mm -hmm. Kodak was here, Xerox is here, so we're we're well versed in tech. But you go to the county next to us where I actually grew up, and it's literally farmland. right. It's, it's it's farmland, so I can go to a client that's 30 minutes away, and yeah, thankfully they now have Spectrum, but I was talking to them the other day, and she goes, hey, our our company that just did our driveway, they, they're really looking for an IT company, so they have internet on one side of the street where their house is. Yeah, I know, yeah, I guess. <laughs> on the other side of the street. Yeah, trust oh. me, I know, yep. Mm-hmm. And I mean, thankfully now we have point to points and we can do stuff. Right, right. Something, yeah. Something. But it's just crazy that in 2020 we still have those type of issues. We'll we'll go up into the Adirondacks to Lake Placid or places mm -hmm. like that, and there's lots of like just independent rural ISPs up there, and the tr the prices that they charge is insane. I I can't believe that people even have internet up there with some of the prices that they have to pay right right no i mean it's the same thing here i mean when i started earning, like i said I, I i got to understand the plan i got to understand the ceo how they you know send dsl and almost the same thing with cable with comcast um, xfinity it it's just like you said it's mind-boggling i literally can go 30 minutes i'm in the city like like you said i i live in my world basically we're flipped you're living in the city i live in what place that you would grew up in so yeah. i have there's no it particularly here so that's how my name gets around a lot faster word of mouth hey you know oh he did that for you oh let me you know let me call him let right. me call you know right. these people from 30 40 miles 40, 40 minutes away don't want to come out here it's a drive it's a cost they're like ah, they're not gonna have the money they're not you know they're they're dealing with big projects out in the city you know you're busy like you're saying you're always busy um but once you go out there like jesus they have fiber here they have, you know what I mean? They, they, they have all the, you know, all the data and everything. But when you come out here, it's just DSL or Comcast. I mean, even I do not, I, I'm not going to knock on wood. I don't know if there's any more dial-ups out here, but there could be, there yeah. could be dial-ups still. I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, that's kind of the push that I'm trying to make too, is go back out to the county I grew up in and 
start pushing our services out there because there's two companies out there and I, I've seen the services they offer and it's just not, not up to par. Um, definitely not what we would offer and definitely not the service we would offer. And we are seeing it where the Buffalo companies don't want to come out and the Rochester companies don't want to come out. So it's right. no plan for them. Right. And, and it's really tough. So we took on a customer that needed their phone system upgraded badly because they bought another facility and the way they had the phone system set up, it was just really janky and their phone guy hadn't called them back in a year. Wow. A literal year. And he got the name from uh, an attorney that my sister works for that I set up a whole network for called us in and he wanted us to just to add another card into his phone system so he could take two more phone lines in. I started thinking about this. I'm like, okay, so you have seven locations. Each location has at least one phone line, but you're not answering phones in any of these locations. You have all these lines just coming back to your main office. So you're paying for phone service at seven locations. You're paying for an insane amount of lines here at your main office. Right, right. I dissected it all i think he was paying eight or nine hundred dollars a month for phone service all those locations so we moved him to 3cx put the phone system in the cloud now he can answer the phone from anywhere right anywhere yeah yeah. and ported every number from all those locations onto one sip provider and now his bill is two hundred dollars a month. I bet he's like, "Oh my god, he yeah. can get it that low." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so needless to say, he was uh, very, very impressed with us. And right. then, then he needed a uh, camera system in an emergency. I think it was around Memorial Day, and we were able to spin that around in four days for him. So, he's definitely been a, a big fan of ours, and we've got a few jobs off of him. But I'm trying to make a bigger push out there because this is the service that we're seeing like customers that are just not being taken care of or they can't get a hold of the guy or it's just a nightmare setup. I mean, I've, I've seen more out there than I've ever seen in the city when it comes to just sketch setups. Right. And like, you paid how much for this? Right. And then when right. I get like, sometimes when you go back out, I'm like, but I, you knew I do like some people, sometimes you're like, you know, I do this. I always tell you, give me a call first. Right. Right. Don't right. just pay somebody because they say it's $1,500 and it's a $300 worth of work. I'm like, really? Yeah. Like you, I, I, I even, I, with my prices, I think they're fairly, you know, competitive and the quality I give you, it's, it's right. I even, you know, I want to get my, like right now, cause I'm in between my job and this, I want to get my low voltage license. Like I want to get it. Like it's, it's kind of hard. So in our city, it's not very like, Oh, Hey, you did this, but I go by code. I myself train myself. That's why I went on the gold standard with you guys with the low voltage yeah. nation, yeah. just trying to understand, okay, this is what I need to do. Even though I'm not certified, I am going to follow that, that, that guy, that standard. So it's like, Oh shit. You know, sorry about that. <laughs> like, Oh shoot. You know? Oh, it's nice. Oh, it looks pretty. Dang. Who did that? You know, the, the way it looks, it makes it look pretty. You know, yeah. I guess it's our RCD in us with the wiring. It, it looks nice. It looks, Oh, he went outside, but yet it's all together in one bundle. It's all strapped together outside with weatherproof wiring, not right. just, 
a cat fire that you just have a blue wire that's a cable riser that's outside. Right. No, I get the one that's black, that's UV rated, or I think they have white now that's UV rated. And I run the right wires to get you the data that you need. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's it just that, that, that little details that, that, you know, makes the client says, dang, it looks good. Well, I mean, it's, it's huge and it's definitely going to help word of mouth. I mean, we haven't advertised in 40 years. I mean, my father's owned this company for 40 plus years. Mm -hmm. We've never advertised. It's been all word of mouth. And I mean, that's part of the problem why we haven't pushed into the other county as much because a lot of people didn't realize what we did and what we were because right. we are based in the city. Gotcha. But, but word of mouth is definitely the big thing. I mean, I started sprinkling some pictures on Instagram over the weekend of a project I did Saturday and Sunday mm -hmm. of a full network rack cleanup and server room cleanup. And at the end of it, <laughs> my main point of contact there goes, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Please give me a stack of your business cards because we're going to recommend you to all of our customers. And it's an accounting firm. So right. they have a lot of customers. Right, right, right. That's good. See, that's what I I, 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 uh, I utilize Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. Same thing here. Twitter, I just throw Twitter in there because it's Twitter. But right. it's just, I really, I, I, it's just the visual. Everybody wants to see. What does he do? How does he do it? Right. Um, I can say I do CCTVs. I do IT. Well, yep. what do you do? Right. Oh, you right. know the TV? You know, like, but still, what do you do? Oh, oh, ooh, that's pretty. You know? Yeah. You know, I, I'm thinking about actually like certain like a business I have with a rack, giving mm -hmm. them a LED green in the background. Yeah. Only because their colors are green. Yeah. Like their yeah. business logo is green. So it's like, oh, this looks you know, it gives it that pop. Yeah. That boom. Well, just that just a little bit. Just about oh my God, what'd you do? <laughs> well, and to tie back to the the law firm that got me that one client, the rack that I had to set up for them because of how their office was set up, mm -hmm. the rack ended up being <laughs> fully exposed in the lawyer's office. Mm -hmm. And that's when the person saw it. He goes, Oh my gosh, who, who did this for you? And he said, Oh, it was, um, uh, Brandon's, right. my sister's bro uh, brother that did it. He set this all up for us mm -hmm. and he goes, Oh, I need his name. So, I mean, that's the other thing there. There's a reason that I put our stickers on it. Just like Marco from enterprise CC. There's a reason we brand our racks, right. make them look like that. And we brand them because we want people to see what we did. We take pride in our work. We don't just throw a bunch of stuff at there and walk away. And you have no idea who did that rack and they don't want right. you to know who did that rack. And I mean, we see that, we see that all the time. And that's when I come in and, and, and clean it up. I mean, it's the job I did over the weekend was, was crazy. It was their wall mount rack was secured with those little butterfly toggle bolts oh, that, no, don't that do you that. put into no. the drywall. No, and, yeah. yeah, all that weight, no, right, especially right. if you put a battery backup. <laughs> well, thankfully, it was it was just a switch and a patch panel, but oh, okay, <laughs> it was one of the older like thirty seven fifty Cisco switches. So I mean, those aren't light, mm -hmm. and it was put and in held it. Wow. It was, well, not really. I mean, it was <laughs> it was put in March and it was already pulling off the wall. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. See, I'm a, I I learned how to find studs. Like you learn how to do certain things. Like drywall cannot hold everything. <laughs> right, right. You learn as I learned. Like I said earlier in my career, I'm like, oh, you don't do that. Gotcha. Right. You know, right. like I got myself. Okay, how do I do this properly? Then you learn about metal and concrete and wood and dry. Like I said, drywall, sheetrock. Well, I mean, like, this this was an easy one too. It was wood studs? Oh, just boom, boom. 
JoJo with his washer in the middle, right there. I mean, right. like you said, now now it's like, oh, just a screw in the washer, a nice little thick, you know, depending on which rack you use. Um, I use NAF point a little bit right now. Yep. Um, you just get the bar. You now I, they're making it a lot easier. You use the bar as long as you level the bar, the, it goes right on top. It, it slides right in. I love those things. You know, it's like. Boop, boop. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I I use those often. I we do a lot of more open frame racks. So gotcha. <clears throat> lately, I've been using a lot of vertical cable racks. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of the guys in the group use uh, Chatsworth open frame racks. Right, right, which right. I'm trying to look at, but yeah, this one I I put a four by two sheet of plywood up on the wall. There's mm -hmm. eight screws on that backer board, and then two of the posts on the rack are into the stud too. That that thing's going through an earthquake no. and it's not falling. Right, right, right. And that's what I'm trying to do too, backer boards. I'm like, but the places that I'm putting them are already either there's no way to put anything or you're only going to get into studs. You know what right. I mean? Like I would love to do a backer board, which I'm trying to, you know, I got a local wood guy here that I can tell you, here's the dimensions I need. Can you cut it to this? Um, but that's another thing I want to add a backer board to it because it looks like more of a clean in the back end. Oh, or yeah. even I see people coated. I see some, I see people spray paint them white and black yep. or black, yep. white, whatever. And but yeah, no, it's it is a learning thing. Like as you, that's why I joined. You know, I was glad that I was. You know, you reached out to me. I'm like, okay, good. This is you know, get part of the community of what you want to learn. What do you want to be a part of? And as being part of that community, you start understanding certain things. You start getting the the lingo. You start understanding like vertical cable. I didn't know they were really that big until like, oh, like, wow, they, a lot of people use vertical cable, you know, the, their yeah. stuff, their stuff. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Okay. That, now, you know what? I'm sold. You know what I mean? Yeah. These people use them, you know, like, let me just, let me use them. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been, it's been great. I mean, I, I lurked around for a while. I've, I've known Chris Tiffany for a few years through different Facebook groups and stuff like that which in turn introduced me to Pierce. Mm -hmm. And that, as we like to say, six degrees of separation from Pierce. You, oh, you'd be, yeah. You it's, just, yeah. it's just like, wow, how many people do I really know? Like how many, you know? Right. right. <laughs> so that's, that's how I was introduced to the Low Voltage Nation. And I came on board late September, early October. And just the direction that Blake's been taking this in has been amazing. And, I, and the growth that we've seen since October is it is mind boggling. And I mean, at the end of the day, our whole thing is, is sharing knowledge and allowing low voltage, low voltage techs to offer the best services to their clients possible right. and have, have a, a standard that we can all live by because like Blake's likes to say, he was sick of walking into network closets when he was still in the field and just seeing just complete messes. Yeah, and this it's it gets like even in the corporate world, it's just as bad. Right. I'm like, dude, why do you 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 know like like if I even if you you want to take the initiative, but then it's like that's not. I mean, there's a mindset that's just not my job because then now I'm gonna spend more time on something that my manager told me to do something else. Right. Because it is a passion. It's like it's not work for me. It's like. Okay, let's let's droop this this way. Do right. we have a six footer somewhere? Do can we take away this fifteen and put another? You know, well, why yeah. you need all this cable? Oh, you know what? Don't worry about it then. You know what I mean? Like well, I just think, you know how they say it. <laughs> you got to think about troubleshooting time too. So yeah, no, yeah, yeah. When you when you go into these closets and it, it's just a waterfall nightmare of wire, imagine a switch goes down and you need to swap that switch. 
and now you're spending an hour just trying to get through the spider web to get the switch out. Right, that, right. That's insane. And yeah. mm-hmm. I, I had to hand off a switch to healthcare IT at a local hospital for one of my customers. And they go, well, do you want to go into the IDF and install it? I go, God, no, I don't, I don't yeah, right. you, at yeah. all to have this place clean. And if I touch the wrong wire, if I oh, touch the, right. the wrong anything, I don't want that responsibility. Yeah. I've, and then they're like, everything's down. Oh shoot. Right. Right. <laughs> right. I, I've seen enough network closets in corporate America and I've seen enough stuff that the guys have post. There's no way I'm going anywhere near that. Right right, no, no. And Hey, I wouldn't blame you either. I wouldn't blame right. you. Yeah. You know, but then when we do try to do a little here and there, everyone's like once every two weeks, Hey, let's see this kid. Let's put this cable this way. Just yeah. put this cable that way. Okay, yeah. let's put this cable this way. Boom. You see? You can see everything, don't it? Like I tell my, because I have a part-timer. It's like, look, there's a reason why we do this. There's a reason why your mind, you have to get your mind to train and think in a certain way. He's still, I'm trying to get him to move from, okay, told what you're done, but then critically think about it. You know, you try That's to cool. test them. You try to, and you know, give them that little, hey, come on. I need you to think a little more. I can't give you the answer every time. I need you to start thinking the way I think in a, in a way, you know, I can't get you to my brain and give it to you, but I need you to think. Cause when I do it, I already know five steps ahead of what I'm going to do. You know, Absolutely. it's already like, it's just, I mean, it's just natural to me now. It's just natural. Uh, droop loop looks like the left. Okay. Boom. You know, you, you visualize it. That's I'm really good at visualizing the cable going that way, making it look pretty, making it look combined, yeah. you know, Velcro versus, I mean, even the little thing, Velcro versus tie wraps and the cabinet Velcro is the best. Yeah, absolutely. Tie wraps as if something's going to be permanent, you're not going to add anything else to it, you know, but like, just like outside, it's all going to be tie wrapped. If it's, I have to run it really, you know, neatly outside that Velcro is going to just fall off. Right. right. (laughs) So, but it's the same concept, you know, I, the job I did this weekend and I, I posted a story about this, the bundle wasn't velcroed didn't have zip ties on it it had electrical tape on it oh wow Ooh, i'm like is... oh my gosh and we we're joking about it on slack and I, <laughs> the, guys, the guys go well i mean you could get 20 rolls of electrical tape for the cost of like uh one roll of tack tape so it does make sense i guess right but then like i said for pennies or dollars i mean it's right. not Right. It's not worth the the head like to if you really want to count your pennies, then you're in the wrong business. Right. right. I hate to say that. I mean, it's yeah. just like if you got to charge for a screw and you already didn't include it in your price, that you know, right. you know, you're gonna have right. to buy screws, you're gonna have to buy tappings, yeah. you're gonna have to buy uh keystones, you're gonna have to buy, you're gonna have to cut cable, you're gonna have to cut this, you know, just these little nuances that are part yeah. of the job. That's yeah. just part of it. Yeah. I mean yeah. And going back to just trying different things and learning the best way to do it. We were talking to Mason from BIT the other day and he spent Friday combing wire into his new office rack, 12 different ways to find the best way to comb the wire and bring it into the rack. Mm -hmm. I mean, that just shows you how much of a perfectionist a lot of the guys in our groups are and how we're always going to go above and beyond to find the best way to do these installs for our clients. I mean, a lot right. of us have home racks right. that we redo all the time to figure out the best practices, right. best ways right. to do it. Right. Or, and then, 
The Sprinter guy. I'm sorry. I didn't want to interrupt you. The Sprinter. I his name Sprinter. Is it Chris? He's yep, another Chris. Oh, I see. I don't know why. His stuff just pops up in my thing. I'm like, it's just beautiful. I love, I love how like he had like 50 something thousand rolls of cable or something like that. Yeah. Or, yep. I'm like, God, I would love to have like, I'm like, hey, just, you know, give me some of that business. <laughs> but oh no, yeah, it's he... just, it's just beautiful. Like it's like you, you're proud. Like he's a part of my group. I can yeah. actually reach out to him if I needed to. You know what I mean? It's like yep. I actually have access to people like this. It's like, yeah, yeah. No, if you ever have any questions, Chris is there for you. He he'll take time. He'll answer any questions you might have when it comes to networking and infrastructure mm -hmm. installs. I mean, he's he's probably done it all and seen it all. He does five six sites a week for his company. I mean, he's not on every site, but his company does four to six sites a week of installs and his new office that he's building out. He think he told me he's dropping three or 400 drops Jesus. in his new office that they're building out as we speak. And he's trying a lot of new technology with that install. So he's going to be doing POE lighting. And yeah, so I was looking into, I was like, Oh man, imagine having that as just an emergency light system just yeah. for your client. Hey, um, I'm going to be only putting one in each room. You don't need electrical here. We're going to try this out. If the power goes right. out, you at least have the POE switches running on battery with yeah. a little bit of light. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Chris is doing the whole office. He's doing 10,000 oh, wow. square feet with it. Jesus. Damn. <laughs> so, I'm just saying like, wow, that's going to be a lot of POE switches. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's going to be an interesting experiment, but I mean, that's one of our that's big things. That's what we have things. to do. Yeah, right. That's what we right. Have to do. right. We're always there. We're here to test things. We're here to review things. We're here to tell you how they work and, we, we have some meetings coming up with some new companies, so we might have some new products that we can start showing people and telling them how they work. And yeah, I mean, there's lots of big things happening in the low voltage nation. I'm really excited to have you here in the community. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Vertical cable. Yeah. Guys kept talking about it, kept talking about it. So, you know, I do my little research. I like, you've heard about, you know, talk, about, talk to my other crews and like, oh yeah, I've heard about vertical cable. Oh yeah. They have a tool. I'm like, they have a tool, you know, like, I bought all these other tools, which is good. I need to learn how to do the other stuff manually, right. do everything. And then I'm like, oh, my God, this is the tool of tools. Yep. The vertical oh, cable yeah. one. I'm like, this is the tool of tools. If you're doing like Chris does, 100 drops a day or 200, yep. it, I do five or 10, which, I, you know, it's going to be okay. But him, 10, 20, you know, let's just say 200, you're going to feel something in your hand. <laughs> Oh, yeah, so absolutely. the way that the, he did it, boom, 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 boom. You know, it's just, wow. You know, in my head, it's like, wow. Oh, I mean, it, it's crazy. There's there's a vertical cable dealer that's about 20 minutes from my office, but I had no idea that they were even a thing. Really? Until, yeah, it's like, wow. <laughs> yeah, until I joined the Low Voltage Nation and discovered who they were, I had no idea. Right. I was using uh, Genesis Wire and ICC Jacks for the mm -hmm. longest time and I'm so happy I switched because it just makes life that much easier. Right. I got the well, I don't know what brand I have. I have the key I do keystones. I don't even do yep. patch panels anymore. No, I don't either. Um they're at an angle. They're not straight like the vertical cable. But I don't know where I bought them. Like, you know what? I'm gonna get through these. I'm gonna finish these up and then I'm gonna go vertical cable everything. Yeah. Cause then they give you the colors. I'm like, eh, it's you know, because I got a, a client who's coming up right now. It's like I can separate the NVR system. I can separate the uh, cables that he wants out in the in the and where he wants his uh, credit card machine. His, yep. you know, green is for this, red is yep. for this, blue yep. is for this. It's just 
even more, you know, we try to, I, I'm going to, you know, I, that's another thing with labeling. I have to keep, you know, on myself with that. Cause then like later on, like, crap, where did I put everything? You know? Well, <laughs> and it's funny you mentioned that. So about six, seven years ago, I started doing a color coding just with the patch cables. Right. <laughs> Very similar situation. So I always, always, always do red from the modem to the firewall just because I know no one's going to touch the red wire ever. Oh, right, right, and right. The red wire's always the most important wire. But yeah, you, you again, going back to Instagram, I posted a story yesterday, I think it was, where you'll see now, now that I'm using vertical cable, I can match my keystone jack to my patch cable. Right. I wonder if that was intentional. Like, that would be nice to know. Like, did you guys think of that? Like, or did you, because you've been, in t you know, you've been in text heads, like, can I make this cable match the color of this? And like, it's yeah. just, you're like, wow. <laughs> Mono Price has done it for a while. Um, and I used Mono Price when I started 10, 12 years ago. I did ago. a couple. I have a couple of those too. Yeah, I did it's, some Mono Price. The quality has gone so downhill. I, I, mm thought to myself oh this is when i was still using icc and i was like okay i build a small little office for myself and i'll save some money i'll use some mono price jacks right. i'm not kidding half of them are bad wow. and i know it's not my punches it's it's definitely the jacks wow so now i gotta go through and i just i need to find time and i gotta repunch everything to vertical cable but i mean at the price we're able to buy them at i have a whole pack out that every bin is its own color. They're all Cat 6. I have six or seven different colors in the pack out. Gotcha. Keystone Jack. So, I mean, white's our biggest color. That's I signify PCs with white. So, I have two giant bins of white. Mm -hmm. But I can go to any clients, and I don't have to worry about, okay, I need to rush to ADI. I need to get six jacks to go do this job. No, I just go to the clients and do the job. And, and it's worked out much better. And it, at the cost of vertical cable, it's much easier to stock the jacks than it was yeah. when I was using ICC. Yeah, that, that's what I, that's what I want to do. Like as I go along, okay, this job I'm gonna buy reds. This job yeah. just to have them in stock because as you like, I can't just throw down that much money because like I said, I'm still trying to manage my money right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Every project I try to buy a new tool or a tool that I need. Yeah. You know, I would love to buy like the uh, two. Was it? Um, I don't know if you ever, you ever heard of Podnuts Pro. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so you know Mark uh, Marvin. I'm not Mark. Yep. Marvin yep. Marvin B. So he, he the Net Ally tool. Yeah. I would love the One Touch. You know. So would I. <laughs> <laughs> I would love it, but I can't justify it, unfortunately, because like if I was doing Chris loads, maybe yeah, I could justify that because I'm always doing cabling i'm always doing build outs yeah. but i bought the klein tool version which is like 500 bucks with the yeah with the color screen and yeah. i love it it does exactly what i'm not trying to certify cable i'm right. not trying to all i need is tone and making sure my pairs are good and so, it prints out a little report what i would tell you for what marvin has is mm -hmm. that's kind of like the big daddy right what you can get is the link sprinter so the mm. Ally Link Sprinter, it's about 300 bucks, I think it is. I, okay. I bought mine a while ago, but there's no interface on it. But what it'll do is it'll run the test, and it will email you the test results and also upload them to Link Live, which is their cloud host. Oh, so that's going to okay. tell you uh, your cable length, your, if your cable's good. It's going to tell you the switch you're plugged into, so specifically the switch name. 
the port you're plugged into, the speed you're plugged into, if it's a VLAN, what VLAN you're on, the IP address that it pulls, if it can do a ping test to the uh, router, and if it can do a ping test to, say, like, Google.com. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So, so little, basically. Yeah, you'll get little lights on the, on the dashboard device that'll tell you that the whole test passed. Then it'll send you a full report. So it's similar to the OneTouch, just this mm -hmm. is kind of like the... The starter's guide. I've had one for three, four years, and I mean, it's saved my bacon many a times. And uh, right, right. If you if you reach out to Theron, he's in the Slack. He's from Certified, or sorry, Kibbles and Connections. They're a uh, net uh, net ally dealer, and he can hook you up with one of those. But I, that's where you want to start. It is a godsend. It's been mm -hmm. amazing for me. And another option that Willie was turning us on to is uh, Natool. I think that's a European company that does a similar type of setup that will go through and do that uh, network connectivity test and all that fun stuff. But when you're warning into a client's, let's take Datacom completely out of it. When you're just taking over a new customer and you're troubleshooting an issue, being able to plug into the switch and get all that information is huge. Oh, no, that would be not like, hey, do you have VLAN? Oh, I don't know. The other guy just did what he did. Right. <laughs> That's yeah. usually how it happens. Oh, he, he took care of it. Yeah, no, it's it's made my life so much nicer yeah so okay. yeah, i would i would definitely check it out i would get i would reach out to theron and uh see if they can do a demo for you and stuff but i've, I've been so happy with it right yeah no, it's, like i said it's just a few far drop in between hopefully i can get more of a, a steady flow which you know that's what hey we all try to help each other you know yeah. and you know it's it's i mean that on top of that I know a lot of people don't talk about the other end of it. I mean, I, I do work full time. I have a, my business. I have a wife. I have three kids, eight, four, and one. So try to mesh all that together to still run your business, make the wife happy, make your kids happy, not trying to stay away from, you know, because business does happen, you know, right. and life happens. You got to know how to separate too. Because sometimes I'll go hard for two, three months, and I got to take a week, two weeks off, or yeah. two weekend, my weekends off. I'm like, look, I gotta, I, I gotta spend time with them too. You know, it's like it's not all like you gotta get your spur, you know, go back and forth with it. Try to because balancing your day, your real life versus the business, it's it's rough. Trust me. Oh yeah, I've, yeah, I've, no, I've, I've, I've had it. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm working basically two jobs, so it's like you know, I would love to make sure you know. That is busy. It's just trying to make you a better life. <laughs> right. No, it, it, <laughs> it's something that I struggle with all the time, especially being by myself. I mean, yes, there's me and my father, but I have right, no, the whole right. B2B side. And right. it's it's stressful, especially when you're working with medical and you're working right. with. I could just imagine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're working with industries that can't really have downtime. I mean, I have. Uh, a gastro office that we manage and they do their procedures in house. So if the server goes down, that really puts a hamper on the procedures. And can you imagine prepping for a gastro procedure and mm -hmm. going through that overnight prep and then them coming in mm -hmm. and saying, Oh, sorry, there's a, there's a one hour delay because uh, the server went down. We'll get back to you. No, right. You can't have that kind of delay. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's that's, that's why I try to stay away. Like, I make sure I can handle that type of stuff. Like you, because you do it full time. Yeah. Yeah, you're still busy and stuff, but you're able to drop, sort of drop everything and go. Yeah. I make yeah. sure I have businesses that are almost eight to five. I mean, I throw in dominoes because I do dominoes a little bit. 
Now that's a business that's hard to get them to shut down because they're always cooking. They're right, always right. and you know those overnight jobs. I had to do one. Oh, that was like I had to learn how to sleep. Like you got to right. learn how to really take care of your body because that overnight will kill you. Yeah, I mean, no, I've, gonna, ugh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I've had to do a few of those. And let's go back to the doctor's office. Mm-hmm. Two, two times we've had the actual power line outside their building snap, and Oof. it was not kidding. It was a year apart that this happened. Wow! And um, when the network came back up, both times there was an issue with the tie-in motherboards that we had in the server that we built them where mm. it was blowing this one random chip on the board and would just kill the board. Wow. Both times this happened. So the first time we had to overnight a board, got it up and running, and I was up all night restoring that server to get them back up and running the next day. The second time, because we had to scramble to get the first board, we ended up having a backup board just with how, oh, everything, okay. with how everything worked out. So when it happened the second time, we got the board in there, and I was, again, up all night getting that thing restored and getting it back up and running. And uh, it was a small business server, so it was small business 2011. And there was a glitch with 2011 where when you restore it from an image, so you're doing a bare metal image, when it comes back online, it is looking at the old MAC address of the old network card that was in it. Mm-hmm. And wouldn't fully boot to the desktop until you completely release the network stack, release that MAC address, then it would boot. Oh, so wow. trying to figure that out at three o'clock in the morning. Okay, you're is, like, my brain is like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Google is an amazing thing when that happened, but right, going right. through that a few times, I was like, okay, no more. So now we're a full Dell shop and all of our servers are. Dell and they all have five-year next business day warranties for a specific reason. Right, no, no, that you're gonna pay to make sure that thing stays up and running. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that, that's right. the, that's the one thing that I've learned is I'm a right. one-man shop, so let's try to use some things to our benefit. So we have a, a, a garden center and we replace all their point of sale systems. Mm-hmm. And again, they can't be down, especially during the busy season where they're seeing two, three, four thousand customers a day. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. We have 15 registers. We have two backups on top of that. Gotcha. But we put a five year warranty on those machines. Mm-hmm. Let's pay the extra 100 bucks and not have to worry about it. Yeah. If it's only that, I mean, like I said, it's only like really not much. You make more than that in a couple of hours that you're here. Right. I mean, right. Don't, right. it's not even worth the, the hey, I'm going to include it in it. What? Yeah. yeah. Don't worry about that. It's included. We got it. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So the customer was very happy when I told them that because now they don't have to worry about it. It just gets done. Right. And then, uh, yeah, and that's why I'm trying to make that, 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 how you say it, that just having them trust me, you know, right. like, hey, yeah. I'm not doing this because, like, I do this a lot. I get to a job. I mean, there's a, uh, I, I grew up with this, I ain't going to say a saying, but, if you learn to lose, you'll gain more later. If you know how to lose. And yeah. by an example, if I go in there and give you a patch cable, here's a patch cable. How much? Don't worry about it. Are you yeah. sure? Yeah, don't worry about it. Just whenever you got a problem, call me. Later on, hey, we got this issue with the whole whatever, whatever. That's a billable job. But you gave them that kindness of like, oh, he's nice. 
Yeah. You no, know, that's... people, that, that's, it's just how, like, hey, here, oh, the jack rip off the wall. Okay, let's put a back plate. If it's nothing that intensive and, you know, you're trying to just help them out, like, hey, just give me the business. I, I mean, I will give you a free hour of labor if it's worth the the the, the contract of the whole business <laughs> i'm just saying right. you know right. you gotta know when to lose like how to lose don't right. nickel no, and my, dime everything don't nickel and dime everything you know my father's very old school and that's mm -hmm. something that he taught me from day one was giving a customer a little inch like that can go a mile yeah they, yeah definitely. And, definitely and that's that's been huge so for your business, what what's your coverage area? Um, uh, we're because people get confused with South Florida. I'm sort of yeah. the Central Florida, okay. um, South Central because you got Orlando and Miami, so yeah. I'm in between those people. Okay, so there's like a big lake in Florida. The yep. they call it Lake Okeechobee. A lot of people can't say it, <laughs> <laughs> and they call that the lake area. So basically, yeah. I live on the bottom of that lake. And I'm trying to widen out my, like, because nobody wants to come to the middle of the state. So my objective is to just absorb that whole lake area. So then I can be locally within an hour of anybody Yeah, going in a circle. You know, I can go from here to there. You can actually travel around the whole lake in one drive. It's just knowing which roads to take. <laughs> so I'm just saying, you know, it's just like, that's it. That, that can be, you know, because there's nobody out here, like you said, like in your the county you grew up in, there's nobody yeah. there. Right, right, it's right. It's no man's land. This is no man's land. Yeah. It's just yeah. far enough the way to say, I don't need them. Right. You know right. what I mean? But they still have IT issues out here. There's still issues with phones. There's still issues with racks or the server or switches. Excuse me. Just general stuff. Oh, I need a. Can we put a jack over here? I had to run a long cable. No, let's just do it right. Let's drop a. You know, let's go on the center tower, drop a cable, boom, back to the switch, boom. Keystone, boom, boom, done. Like, they don't, you know, some people are just like, oh, I don't know who to call. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, I'm here. <laughs> that type of area. So, yeah, that's my immediate area at the moment. I mean, I would love to travel. Um, like I said, you go to different states. If I can get jobs like that, gigs like that, I would oh, yeah. love it. But but I just get what I can get. I don't yeah. I don't push it further than what I can't so what I can't support, you know. Right. Yeah, no, we have a, another great member of the Slack that's based down in uh, South Florida, but he's just like you. He's he's up and coming. He's Starting as a side gig. Have you ever checked out uh, Storkbite on Instagram? Uh, actually, I just followed you, so I found you. <laughs> what was it, what was that one called again? Storkbite. So B Y T E for bite. Okay. And uh, he he's based out of uh, I think in the Miami area, but he's he's a great guy. He's up and coming. Just want wealth of knowledge. Just wants to learn everything. Wants to absorb everything. Same thing here. Same thing here. I just want to. I just want to learn. I mean. I, I would get like you, like like you guys, the Chris's, the Marvin B's of the people. Yeah. Uh, we have our own little podcast of uh, the Podnuts Pro or M uh, MSP Unplugged. Now they changed it. Yeah. Uh, I'm in that group. I'm in that 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 those guys. Yeah. So I just like to absorb, and I can't talk to anybody about this stuff. Right. <laughs> right. I, I I can't talk to anybody locally here because they're like, what's that? What's you know what's a what's a switch what's a route like? Right. I'm like I can't tell you about the drop I just laid and how fast I did it. Oh okay, <laughs> and you know I can tell you why. I'm like and okay, you know what? I love you. 
<laughs> but if they don't understand what how that feels, like, man, you got that done and quickly you got them up and running within thirty minutes. Yeah, like, oh, that's that, no, that's good downtime. You know, right. like you know, they haven't been down, but you can't really share that with other people. We're just the regular people because they don't understand the tech world. Right, right. You know, yeah. or say, hey, you know, I got this, I got this jack and kept crimp. Oh, you're putting it backwards. Oh, that would have been nice to know. Oh, what's this little machine? You know, like it's toys for us, you know. Yep. She's yep. like, well, you spent $500 on that thing. You don't, like, you know what? The business paid for it and it's going to help me. <laughs> Absolutely. That's how I look at it. Yeah. So, so. speaking of uh, hardware, what, what hardware stack do you run for your clients? Uh, I do usually Ubiquity. Uh, if I do a managed, I try to stick with Ubiquity and Untangle. Yeah. Uh, I I know I don't know if people are keeping link has actually and Netgear have actually been coming up, but those are like one offs. Yeah. If they really want to be a pain in my butt, because I would love to use Ubiquity, but then I'm hearing other stuff about Ubiquity too. So it's like I'm in I'm just trying things out. Keeping link has not let me down. Mm-hmm. Um, even though they're they were the cheap version, quote unquote. Uh, but they're coming out with nice access points. They're coming out with uh, POE switches that I'm actually going to just, like you said, do one at home and just see how it works. You know, put up a POE switch with a, a AP on it, TPA uh, uh, AP on it. I mean, I put it in a, in a mechanic shop, and that thing went halfway on an aluminum building all the way down. Wow. So it was just, wow, like, wow, this yeah. stuff actually works. <laughs> yeah. And, not for the big cost, but that's like I said, that's a one-off. Like, you know, maybe or maybe, you know, we'll see. But you know, if they're really budget conscious, hey, uh, this is the I can do this. You know what I mean? It's another stack or something I can give to the client. Right. You know? So, how do you like Untangle? I I use that when I was coming up, and I've mm-hmm. since switched to Meraki MXs for my firewalls. But are you happy with them? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for I, the only reason I got one is because everybody said get a firewall. <laughs> so, uh, to be honest, I haven't really. Ins- I mean, I've been playing with it a little bit at home or just playing with it in general. Um, I've, I almost had a client want to buy it, but everywhere I go, it's like they already ha- they either have a firewall already, or they just don't want no. They don't want to work. Like I try to co- you know talk them into it. Yeah. No, no, we don't. You know what? I'm gonna give you this paper to say that I'm starting to do papers now. Yeah. Uh, disclaimers. I told you we needed this. You, you declined. Yeah. Well, why exactly. you giving me this paper? Uh, you declined what I recommended. Right. So um, I would love to go to, to like check out. Uh, I've heard a lot about Sonic Wall and WatchGuard, uh, but I, I just keep untangled for right now just to keep the. I mean, I know what what to do, how to do with it, deal with it, and everything. Yeah. Um, the other one, I don't know if you've heard of Zorus. It's almost like a proxy client that you install on there. It's almost like a um, an application type firewall. Or yeah. um, basically, you can monitor. I'm I'm actually using that because a lot of people are at home, so it's more mobile. It's almost like an RMM. Yeah. It checks back to a, a, a dashboard, and you click on and off YouTube, Facebook off, Twitter off. Uh, gambling, you know, adult entertainment, off, 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 you know, uh, block this, block that. Um, I talked to the guy who, who who does it a lot, and it's it's a good selling point. I can, you know, it's a good just add-on that I can put on uh, people's computer without putting a whole system in their house. Yeah. You know, only for certain so, devices. 
one one thing I would look at is uh, take a look at PF Sense. PF Sense. So okay, I've heard that with Tom Lawrence. I mean, yeah, uh, I've I've heard that with him. I saw. I see. I mean, he's very popular on YouTube. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, he does that a lot with PF Sense. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Take a look at PF Sense. I mean, okay. Sonic Walls. Sonic Wall. It's it's a love right. hate. Most of, us, <laughs> most of us are on the the latter end of that. Um, it's just their interface is is something else, and you have to do unless you're an expert in it, you have to do like five steps just to do one thing. Gotcha. Rocky, if you can get the customer to buy it, is probably one of the simplest to use and configure and manage and monitor. Um, but for a customer that doesn't want to spend a ton of money. You can drop in a PF Sense box. I mean, the software is free. It's just getting the hardware to run it on. And there's multitude of ways that you can run PF Sense. And it's it's a nice little firewall. And I think Tom just did a recent video of his 2020 setup of a PF Sense box. Mm, and okay. I would definitely check that out. Okay. Yeah. So on the software side, what software do you use to uh, support uh, your customers? Right now, I'm, I'm using uh, Synchro MSP. Um, I love it only because I, I migrated from Ninja. Um, I had Ninja for a, a year, um, but it got just a little. The minimum seats were just. And eh, then I didn't see the the need for that to be honest. But it was you know you get introduced to one, you try it out, and then come along Synchro. I was with Repair Shopper too when I had Ninja. Yeah. And when it came out, I was like, huh, everything under one roof. Well, you know, why not? I mean, there are some kinks to them, um, but that's like any dashboard, RMM, whatever yeah, software yeah. you use. Um, but Synchro, actually, I use it um, for what I use it for. It's awesome. You know, just for the the added unlimited endpoints, that's, that's more than enough for me. Like, I don't have to activate any virus. Like, there's a lab I take care of with 20 computers where I just do Windows updates. Everything else is... Uh, taking care of with the firewall, their own, you know, uh, network antivirus. So all I do is in there is just update, make sure everything's good. Okay, bye. You know, but I can pop in and pop out with um, Secret Live. And well, it, it has worked okay with me. I'm not giving it the best, but. <laughs> no, I've also heard that they're actively updating the platform. They're They're putting a lot of time and effort behind it. Yes, they are. I mean, I'm not, I cannot. I'm not gonna put them down on that. I mean, to, you want to want to know how much I use it? I use it for my estimates, yep. my invoicing, yep. well, invoicing, billing, and this RMM checking in. For what I use it for, I have no automation because, like I said, my clients are not as many yet. I know I gotta get you know set up some automation, get some things in place. But for what I use it for, the price is bar none. Right. I mean, I'm paying less for everything I do than I was with Ninja. I was paying a lot more, and then they, you know, you want, you know, you're like, oh, if I add one more client, they're gonna take this one off. Right. You know, and yeah, I just like, you know what? Screw it. <laughs> I, I mean, you did get Team Viewer corporate license with them, with the Ninja, so that sort of offset the price to say, well, you know, I am getting Team Viewer for free per se. I'm, I'm getting the corporate version so I can use it wherever I want it. But unlike Synchro Live, you can put on anything and still get remote access. I mean, you know. for me, I, I looked into Ninja. Mm -hmm. I just 
for the price, I didn't feel, and this was a few right. years ago, right. I didn't yeah, feel yeah. where it needed to be for the price, and now I'm on Datto, and I've been fairly happy with it, but uh -huh. I think no matter what RMM you're on, you're always going to find a hiccup. You're find a hiccup. A, yeah, it's, at least they own up to it. They say, look, we're trying to work on it, guys, or whatever. Um, I actually met the founder, uh, Ian. Um, we met. I met him in Chicago a couple of years ago. He's an awesome, awesome guy. And um, one of the guys is was number four in MSP five oh uh, was it five hundred one MSPs uh, Paco LeBron. Yep. Uh, yeah. So he got the recognition of being number four, I think. So I'm like Jesus. So he's a good friend of mine too. Yeah. But as I'm saying, I use Synchro um, Team Viewer for if I need to go do some other stuff. I've been looking at Zoho. They're saying that's good too as a remote, just a one-off thing. Like, hey, just get on here, get out. And, so another uh, one to look at is if you don't need to do unattended, is ConnectWise Cloud. So okay. I use that. Pay for a license; it's free, and I can get on. I mean, it's not unattended, so I do have to have somebody let me on, but I can do one machine at a time. I don't have to mess around, so it really comes in handy for any of my customers that have like a home computer that I'm not managing and I don't have right. remote access to. Right. That I can just say, no cost to me, here, go to this website, enter this code, bing, bang, boom, you're in. Gotcha. Yeah, see, that's what I've been um, – our companies – I think we we are, like, going back and forth through trial versions. We were on uh, Splash Top. Now we're on Log Me In. Now we're on Team – I'm like, dude, are you just going through 30-day trials? Because <laughs> because of the remote access, you can't use the remote software from SCCM. Because right. you're not on the network, and not everybody they're not giving everybody VPN access. Yeah. So I was like, how do we troubleshoot these issues right. that you're at home? Right. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fun times. Yeah. So, but that's what I'm saying. I, I'm starting to learn certain things and see which one, you know, like what fit in my budget, you know. Yep. If yep. it's yep. one license, then I, it's fine. I go one at a time. That's no problem with me. Right, right. That's yeah, no and the other, the other thing I saw in um, the questionnaire I send to everybody is use Ninite Pro. That is yeah. something that I'm shocked more people don't talk about. I, I've i used them for 15 years now. So mm -hmm. when Revision 3, the, the web show company, was around, they had this one random tech show that I was watching, and they mentioned it one day. I think it was an ad mm -hmm. 15 years ago for Nine Night Pro, and I, I checked it out. And, oh, my gosh, I would be lost without that program. It saves me so much time. It's not even funny when you're doing a dozen machines and trying to get them all done in one day to just put this on and have it install all your software packages and not have to worry about anything. It's great. Right. And I mean, people are trying to do like the all in one. They're trying to do third party. They're trying to do RMM. Right. Like, why don't they just combine whatnot? Like 98 Pro has it down pat. Like they know yeah. what to do. Why don't you just have a hook into 99 Pro, yeah. just like I do with other people, and just work like that? Right, don't make right. your own. I mean, I know they're just using a, a version, like it's a general version, and they just, hey, we're just going to say patch management. Yeah, but it still doesn't work. <laughs> right. Certain ones. They're like, it's still, you got to go in there and push install, except you got to push, you got to push the um, button still, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. <clears throat> no, it's know, one thing that I, that I struggle with all the time, especially with Datto. It only does some third-party updates, and then you have to right. integrate with uh, a company called Chocolatey to do like the rest of it. And it, and it tends to be a, 
headache. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not a coding person. I mean, I, I, I'm at fault. I raised my hand. I hate command line. I'm just, I'll say it here. I'll take the hit. <laughs> I'll take the hit. I love GUI. I'm a GUI guy. I mean, that's oh where my. I grew up. Oh my. <laughs> I, I, I grew up in the GUI phase. I mean, when you give me a switch that I have to do command line, oh, God. Like, the enterprise yeah. switches are mostly command line. Like, the one yeah. that work, my work. I'm like, how do you, I'm like, you know what? That's why I just have a cloud key and click, click, click. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, it's the, the stuff I see from the alarm guys in our group, too, that are having to just go to the panel and do all the programming just at the numeric panel. I'm like, oh, God, no, no, thank you. I'm good. <laughs> please, please, no. <laughs> oh, gosh. Right. So where do you see the industry going in five years? I mean, I know... I think really it. embracing remote, like really embracing it. Like, yeah, I think it's going to be, you're going to work remote. They're going to find a way to make it permanent or just say, like we, ha I mean, we had people working from off campus, but it's going to be more of, well, you can do this off campus and we probably will never see you. We'll just do video conferences. Be more, it's be more accustomed, more, it's going to be more regular. Like it's not going to be right. a, a tab, well, I'm gonna say not taboo, but it's not gonna be like a weird thing to do. Oh, you work oh. remote? Oh, okay. I I uh. use my wife's company as an example all the time. When New York State pushed everybody home, her office just said, "Yeah, you guys are home forever. Never come back." They they needed the office space because they work for a bigger parent company, mm -hmm. and the parent company needed their office space, and they've been trying to figure out a way to get them all home. But yeah, they finally said, "Just no." We're going to maybe have management here, and that's it. Everybody else is going home and be done with it. So, I mean, right. it's it's going to be interesting. There's still a lot of hurdles that need to oh, be. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I just think as it keeps changing, like anything else, technology is going to start catching up. Yeah. People are going to – hopefully this tells the people at home, hey – not at home, the, the companies that provide our, our internet access, hey, these people are working from home and watching TV. You right. need to stop. Like that, this is gonna hurt. Like, just bring it down. <laughs> just bring down. Yeah. I mean, just bring it down or take the data caps off, because we're gonna hit it. You can't. I mean, you know, then you're gonna fight with your company. Says, well, I have my data cap. I can't go online. You think they're gonna take that as a as a as an excuse? <laughs> right. It, it's it, there's a lot that needs to be figured out. I mean, I think there's gonna be a lot of hurdles. At the end of the day. Yes, we're going to see a lot more remote users. I, I definitely agree with that, but I think it's going to be a mixture. I don't think we can get everybody to go remote. No, no, I don't think, no, no, I don't. You still need that interaction with yeah. certain aspects of your job, or even at the college, you gotta, you want to talk to somebody. I mean, right. I still right. want to talk to somebody. I hate like this. I love this, but I would love to meet you more in person. Yeah, absolutely. if I could, if I could, if I, I like to shake your hand, hey, read the body language because you like. I know Brandon. He's he's a cool guy, you know. He, yeah. you know, you get to feel that connection. You know, it's when you're through the phone. I mean, Google Meets or whatever, yeah. yep. whatever you use, Zoom, Google Meets, it's yep. it's not interactive. And I, I'm and I'm the awkward IT guy that loves to talk to people. <laughs> like uh, you know, IT guys, he's always in the cave or he's yeah. in his he's alone. He talks very techy. No, I actually bring it down. Let's talk about burgers and let's see how burgers I can translate it to your IT. <laughs> let's talk about cars yeah. to turn it like to translate it to what you can understand. 
Yeah. See, I like to make them understand. It's like, oh, yeah, it's just not pushing a big button. No, yeah. we don't just push buttons. There's a lot of things that actually have to be done before we get this done. So then, the, you know, with the time that you have to take to do it, like, oh, yeah, it's like, don't, you know, we're working hard. You know, don't think we're just not just doing anything. We're, you know, doing this. We're trying to get your connects connected. We're trying to get the wires right. You know, if we didn't do it right, then it looked sloppy. Then, you know, then what? You're not going to like it. So, yeah. you know, you try to explain it a little bit and they're like, oh, okay, okay, okay. They understand a little better, you know, because they're, they're in their world. They're in their little circle. You yeah, know? I mean, it, it, it's going to be very interesting. And <clears throat> tomorrow we're going to have a guest on the uh, MSP Weekly Roundtable from White Space Building Technologies. And they are uh, diving deep into 5G technology and building oh. like a smart city. So it's going to be interesting to see how that works. I mean, that's the one thing that the three of us talk about all the time is what what is 5G going to do? Right, is right, it, right. Is it going to change everything for us? Is it going to push everybody home? Is it going to push everybody outside of the office? And we brought it up with Willie. He he doesn't really have an answer. Nobody right, really right, has an answer yeah, of, like, right. of what this is going to do. So hopefully Mike Smith from Whitespace is going to be able to give us a little bit more insight of what 5G is going to mean for mm -hmm. us. Not tomorrow. Right. Not in two years, but in the next five to ten years, it'll be interesting to see what what he has to say. Right, because you got to understand what it is to really know how to really pre not predict, but figure out what it might do. Right, like people like, like all these. You know what? I'm not gonna get political. Just the assumptions of it is just yeah. really, really like really. Do you think like you know what? Let's figure out what it's gonna do. Let's just you know, come on, let's just work together, talk together. Let's just talk about it. Then how do you implement it? Okay, how can I use it? How can I not use it? Use 5G inside your house, but it's shorter. It's a shorter right. distance of high quality internet. Oh, nope, they expanded that. Well, that's what they said about dial-up that we were never going to go faster than. However, we were only going to have a terabyte. Well, was it uh, the old Apple II or something? Uh, 500 megs. It's the largest storage you ever need. Right. <laughs> and now we're talking about petabytes and stuff like that with data centers. Or more, well, you know, like not, just not ridiculous, even, ridiculous not even amounts. Just data centers. Linus Tech Tips talks about it just in this closet at his warehouse. Think right? No, no, yeah, like the whole like that's what I said. Like God, Jesus, you know. But that's what I'm saying. It's just, it's, it's just gonna, it's just compounding faster. The the, the growth is just rapid. Right. Yeah, and and speaking of that. How do you keep up with the ever-changing landscape of IT and just technology in general? Well, as I put, there's some clients who just buy the newest stuff, and I get introduced to it, right. <laughs> which I like. It's good. The, the client is buying it, but, you know, it's like, please let me know before. Um, I just immerse myself in it somewhat. Um, right when the, um, like the uh, Alexa stuff, I tried to buy the, you know, Alexa stuff to see, hey, how does that work? Hey, how does this, you know, how does that work to turn that switch off? Because once they advertise to consumers, those are your clients. Yeah, absolutely. You I know, mean, you know, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's, to, my, to my wife's chagrin, the way that I keep up on it is just buying the stuff. Myself. Right, I mean, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's, it's nothing, it's going to have a MAC address, it's going to have an IP address. If yeah. we know that we know the basics networking, you put on a separate VLAN, there should be no problem. There should be no problem, right? You know right. what I mean. 
this goes on its VLAN. If it's trying to hijack, well, you can hijack that switch. Oh, you turn my lights on and off. Oh, right. scary. You know what I mean? Like right. you minimize that threat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, yeah, that, no, that's the same thing. thing is trying to figure yeah. out what all these IOT devices are going to do and, and how are they going to be compromised and all that fun stuff. I mean, I'm still hesitant with the cloud cameras like Nest and Ring and all that. So we're mm-hmm. about to put cameras here and I'm just going to do uh, Unify Protect because now that they have the doorbell camera mm-hmm. and all those fun features. And now that we have the UNVR, that's something that I'll be doing over the next few months, be- hopefully before it snows since we, uh, I think last year we had the record for snowfall in the United nice. States. Yeah. See, I don't have to deal with that. It's just it's just hot and it's hot as hell. Yeah. <laughs> it's just you're gonna sweat and go sweat more. I mean you can only sweat at one speed. Right, right. No, I that's why I always tell my wife if we're going down to Disney World, it's gonna be between oh, you're, like you're November not, yeah, and February. Yeah, you're not gonna even in shoot, you know, our our winters are moving, so February probably be the best. Yeah. Like we're not even getting cold in December and November anymore. We're oh getting cold in March and like February, March and April. February, March yeah. is where it's getting. It's getting. We get that cold, thirty degree cold. Well, we call cold snaps. You know, thirty degrees, yeah. forty degrees. You're 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 bringing out the parka or whatever. <laughs> you're wrapping your whole body up. <laughs> that's like a that's like a normal fall day up here. <laughs> right, right. See, it's like uh uh-uh. no. Once you hit that sixty feet, oh well, jackets, fifty degrees. We need them jackets on. What a jacket! This, this crazy person skied when it was minus twenty five one time. Right, it's like see, then, uh-uh, see, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> totally different <laughs> places. <laughs> right. <laughs> but no, yeah, yeah. I, I actually want to go to the Unified Protect. Uh, looks more solid than you know, because I I deal with Reallink, Lorax systems. Yep. Now, some of these systems are just clients who want them. And I yep. try, you know, I'm just I'm not going to fight them. Um, Uniview and then uh, this company, I think everybody's heard of them, uh, Nelly Security. I actually want to use one of their sets because I've been wanting to put that on. But then it's like, oh, no, I want Lorax. I'm like, okay, I'll buy your Lorax then. Because that's what they want. You try, you know, you try to right. please your clients. I mean, I'm not going to. So I, I got to hype the Willie podcast again, especially since it was two hours and we did cover a lot. But mm-hmm. he is uh, doing a lot of. Synology surveillance station stuff. Oh, I actually love Synology. I want to do that. I just got to find the right client. Right. I actually right. want to do like putting the cameras up, run Synology surveillance, and have the footage go to the record, like their recorder. Yeah. Like I, 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 I'm, I'm in the same boat. It's just I got to find a client for that. <laughs> like, or I might just do it at home. Like when I get some extra money or something with a job, I just do it at myself. Because right but now I, mean, I have a real link that I got from a client that they didn't want it. Yeah. So I just put it up. I'm like, yeah, I'll put it up. <laughs> well, and I mean, on the note of Unify Protect, so that one client that I was telling you about that we had to do that quick camera system for, that was just four Ubiquiti G3 cameras on a Cloud Key Gen 2. And mm-hmm. running strong, I, uh, the company we share our building with, I think I have seven or eight cameras on a cloud key chat too, no no problems at all. It's it's been running great for us. And we actually had an incident a couple of weeks ago where somebody tried breaking into their storage uh unit and their storage shed and we got great footage on it. I mean it helped that they tried breaking in at six o'clock in the morning. No, right, right. But sun's up. But right, no, we, like, hey, it, it 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 it's good, like you said, but right. 
you know, that's what I'm having too. I'm having a lot of break-ins locally, residentially. Now I'm getting calls yeah. for security cameras. Yeah. So yeah, I'm no, trying to, I'm trying to do the same thing. I'm trying to see. Eh, I'm trying to well, put you on the ones that have color, so you yeah. can see, and they give that right. light out. They just right. need, they just need a little bit of light, and boom, yeah. it's color. Yeah. You know. No, I mean it's it's crazy what we can do with the cameras nowadays. We, so for that, for example, we posted the pictures on Facebook. They ID the person in, I think it was six hours, 12 hours. They knew exactly, and I didn't even have like a good shot of their face. Right, right. Um, there was another incident where we put a FLIR system in for a small engine shop. And I think it was maybe a month after we finished the whole entire project, somebody stole a lawnmower in broad daylight while they were open, just put it in the back of their pickup and drove away. But the mistake the guy made was he walked into their showroom and walked right underneath one of my cameras. <laughs> so we got like a crystal clear shot of his face. And he was wearing a very unique shirt. So we posted it on uh, Facebook. Then one of the news stations picked it up. He was ID'd in one hour. <laughs> so and, hey, uh, just wow. <laughs> well, it was sad because then they started like posting the news stories where he stole like a bunch of air conditioners from Walmart. He ended up getting arrested for stealing his neighbor's lawnmower out of his neighbor's shed. But I guess he's the lawnmower thing. You know? Right, right, right. <laughs> but it's just, do you think about what these people had like 10 years ago for a system that was that priced? It was really grainy footage that you could maybe take colors and get some landmarks, but there was no way you're going to throw an HD quality picture on the internet and say, who is this? Right, right, right. And then that's what I try to tell people. Look, understand what 4K really is. Right. 4K... Even now, even though it's been out a while, the cameras itself are they're, they're pretty penny. Right. Because I love the IP systems. I don't yeah. I did the analog and I screwed myself. I did an analog system for a few months ago and I had to replace it with an IP system. Yeah. So I don't know if it was just me just being gung ho about it, me not understanding how to put the terminate the wires correctly, me not you know, because you gotta think about wattage, power, how much current's going to those cameras, the with the, you know, all that, or do I have enough length? Did I, did I, you know, did I stretch it too long? Did I go over the distance? So IP is just IP, right. you know, it's, it's the same regardless. So I'm like, never again will I do this unless I know what I'm doing. So I just ran uh, IP cameras. Well, um, and it, the other thing I run into too is the customers having the knowledge to understand that there's differences in the camera. Right. So just because it's an HD camera or it's a 4K camera doesn't mean it's going to pick up a license plate. They're specifically designed right, cameras. It's specific LPRs. just for the license plate, yep. Yeah, yeah. There's specific mm -hmm. LPR cameras and specific software to pick up those cameras or to pick up those license plates and categorize those license plates and all that. And um, the, Marco's a great guy to go to to talk about that or Mason. I mean, there's a lot of guys in the mobile destination Slack that you can go and ask these questions to. And mm -hmm. they're going to give you an answer, and they're going to tell you exactly what they use, what they have used that didn't work out, and they're going to give you the best options. Right. No, that's that's why I joined because it's just another avenue of resources. Yep. I mean, I have my guys. I I, I get. I know you don't want to keep bugging the same guy because right. you want to see what other people are doing. Yep. You want to bother other people. Say, oh, what? Is, oh, okay. He told me. Okay. Then you make the decision from many many things. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so, that, so where, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> where can people learn more about you and your company? Um, I um, 
I'm available online. Actually, I have a do. I actually have a website, which is yeah. funny. <laughs> let me make sure. Let me make sure I wrote it right. Let me make sure I confine myself. <laughs> I want to make sure that I wrote it right in my head, and I think that's it. Yes. Okay, so um, it's a uh, Chris's with two S's. C R I S S Tech T E C H Repair dot com. Um, you can also find me on Facebook, same thing, uh, uh, facebook.com back. I always get those backslash yep. Chris's same thing. C R I S S T H T E C H, uh, repair there. And then on Instagram, it's Chris underscore tech underscore repair. If you want to find me on Instagram. Now, if you want to email me, um, info at Chris's tech repair.com with the two S's, um, yeah, you can reach out. You know, I would love to be a part of communities that will help me grow. Um, you know, please correct me if I said anything wrong or not. You know, um, maybe I should have said it or I need to find it that way. You know, just yeah. find me in the direction that I need to go. Yeah, I'm still cool. learning. I'm an, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a newbie to business of IT, but I'm not new to IT. I've been doing this right. 15 years. Right, right. So... Right. I can, you know, like access control systems. I want to get into that. So, you know, like you said, just put it out there so my partner would reach out to me. And it's just understanding how to do it. It's just another avenue I can sell my services. Yeah. Yeah, you no, know. we have, again, we have great access guys in the group too. Just throw throw a question out there and you'll you'll get a response. I mean, that's the whole thing about the community is mm -hmm. it's it's a learning community. And uh, we're all here to teach each other new things. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm not here for it. I'm ready to grow. You know, I'm like, let me just get in here. Cause yeah, you were, your guys, your group feels like it's more geared towards what I really want to do yep. versus, I mean, I still want to do it computer repair, but maybe I go off and separate the low voltage versus the it repair or support services and get somebody in here to do that. You know, right. I, I, right now I'm, I love projects. I love building out stuff. Maybe that's a, you know, you never know where the direction will go. Yeah, I mean, our, our whole thing is we want to have people in the group that pretty much do everything. We want to have somebody for everybody. Right, so we, right. we have the IT guys, we have the MSP guys, we have the access, we have the fire, we have the alarm, we have just the low voltage installers. We, You name it, there's... We got it. <laughs> Right. I mean, we, we even have guys in the group that are doing Amazon data centers and doing like crazy data center wiring. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much for getting on the podcast with us, and uh, we'll see you in the Slack. Yeah, man. Oh, great. You know, I'm glad I can be a part of the podcast here, and thank you so much. You know what? When it, get, when it gets ready, just send me a link to it so I can I'm share. I'm like, I've actually been on something. Absolutely. Sounds good. <laughs> All right, Brandon. Hey, nice right. talking to you. You too. Bye now. And that concludes this episode of MSP Weekly. If you would like to learn more about Chris's Tech Repair, you can find him on Facebook at Chris's Tech Repair. If you would like to learn more about me, you can find me on Instagram at tsc.it. If you would like to learn more about my MSP Weekly co-hosts, you can find Ray on Instagram at Libertas Ray, and you can find Marco at Enterprise CC, and you can find the Low Voltage Nation on Instagram at Low Voltage Nation. If you would like to get on an episode of MSP Weekly, or if you have a topic you would like us to discuss on an MSP Weekly roundtable, you can email us at msp at thelowvoltagenation.com.
And we hope this helps you carve out your career in IT.